they'll reinforce the fact in those young minds that see we told you how bad is hinduism i mean including all the festivals and all these things ram navami or these are so uncool things who was ram who is to go around uh, bare chested like this this is not civil i mean you, you don't go around i mean uh, they were very native kind of people the west is so pro- progressive and hindus the concept of hindus look at these sages i mean they are all sort of bare chested guys going around and all that look at kumbh mela these uh, people who are like nude they are taking bath this is so uncivil and so gradually these students will actually start believing that hindu hinduism is very uncool and uncouth so to say and other things are so uh, good like uh, muslims pray and they hug each other after uh, the eid prayers and they uh, share and eat this firni or shirmal whatever all those things and uh, they'll say that hindu festivals slaughter any animals but they'll never say anything about the bakreed and all those things so this keeps growing this keeps growing and eventually the idea is so that the youth one day should revolt against their own system the today's subject is this uh, the title is uprooting hindu youth so it is how and it is a, a, a fact which has been happening silently over decades and uh, it is uh, a planned thing it is not just by uh, accident or uh, with the passage of time aisa kuch nahi hai it's quite a planned thing and uh, as we had uh, discussed uh, a few days back it started informally with uh, uh, during nehru's time when he himself had a socialist bent of mind and sort of uh, he didn't dissuade any communist party or communist thinking sort of uh, come into um, governance uh, or or uh, the current affairs uh, of the india as a state as a whole but it became formalized or more cemented during indira gandhi's rule when indira gandhi came to power after shastri ji passed away so that time the deal was cut very strongly uh, when indira gandhi said ki uh, i want your support in uh, various areas when government takes any important decisions government takes and all that so the communist the communists said at that time uh, ha yeah uh, during nehru's time there was only communist party of india which is cpi and by the time indira gandhi took over they had another faction which is cpim and and later uh, another french faction happened uh, which is still there which is cpiml which is the naxal the leninist wing so anyway the communists uh, said fine we will support you but we need two things in return so indira gandhi said uh, what are they so they said we want control in the academics and we want control in the media because bureaucracy and all congress was tackling bureaucracy judiciary all those things so indira gandhi said okay done deal and from there on like from the late 60s onwards uh, they had been doing it 
very religiously though they say that religion is poison but uh, whatever they do do they do very religiously and uh, if you have seen uh, what do the communists do they always put a lot of uh, stress and importance on education they will have big budgets for education they say ki roads are not so important one can still commute over potholed roads but education is very important but what do they do in education because that is the area uh, they know they can control things so they control the young minds even the child's minds with their own kind of thinking and what they do is they recruit those people who are uh, politically bent towards their ideology and uh, in this country they know the biggest problem which is not a direct problem but uh, uh, it's an indirect one is the majority of this population uh, i'm talking in the context of india that uh, they are hindus so and hindu hinduism is we all know it's a very old thousands of year old uh, religion so they had they, their uh, main idea is to gradually shift these people away from hinduism so that they don't get attached to it so i've been seeing communists actually uh, my paternal side is a heavily i mean they were heavily uh, communist uh, ideologically bent people i mean my father's generation my father and his siblings but gradually it has sort of watered down with new kind of people coming in i mean new generation coming in or all that uh, those days it was not so drastic but nowadays it has become especially from the year 2000 onwards things have become very very drastic and very very overt previously it was covert i will give you an example nowadays in children's book maybe a child is in class 5 so a book will say uh, that uh, ankit is a dirty boy he doesn't take bath uh, he doesn't cut his nails uh, uh, he usually sleeps till late he reaches school late and all that and they'll say michael is a very nice boy he takes uh, bath regularly early morning he goes to church for prayers but he's never late for school and all that this is how they start uh, sort of uh, influencing the the uh, formative minds of children and then they will start talking about our festival they'll start degrading our festivals then those same books will read that diwali is a very uh, dirty festival it creates pollution and people have breathing problems because of diwali animals get scared and all that and then they will say christmas is a very uh, is a wonderful festival it brings the message of jesus of peace uh, and happiness and uh, santa claus brings all those things so goodies and the, again the message of love and peace and all that this is how they start influencing the small minds and as the child grows from school and all and uh, from say primary to medium school and to the senior uh, level class 11 12 10 11 12 then they will start talking about well, anyway the history books they have written so it is uh, always uh, 
easy for them to say it where you have just uh, two pages for rana pratap and like two chapters on aurangzeb or shahjah for that or uh, sorry akbar akbar for that matter so it helps them glorify them and uh, like for example uh, jawahar lehru uh, said about mahmud of ghazni that he destroyed when he was asked that he destroyed uh, hindu uh, temple somnath so many times so he said no he had no religious agenda he was just a looter he came here to loot money so he was at best he can be said he he was of a criminal bent of mind so he came here looted the i mean he looted the somnath temple not out of any religious vengeance but it was uh, it was just accidental that a uh, temple had uh, was there and uh, he was only eyeing for the money or or, or the gold um, or or the rich uh, jewels and all those things so this is how all those things and and they would pro- propagate that they will t- tell the children that look at this way that he was uh, he never came here to target any hinduism or any religion he just came to loot money because there were so lot of money and there also they will bring in some communist agenda there were there was lot of money which the rich businessmen had robbed the poor off and they had stored that money which was not getting used for any benefit of people so he came and took it away so th- there's nothing wrong actually because that money was like ill wealth and uh, sort of taken away from the uh, people and the people were though that wealth actually belonged to people they will never say that people had voluntarily donated that money so this is how it starts and by the time a student is ready to graduate from a school level to a college they bringing the fact that actually kashmir was never a part of india so it it naturally belongs to the muslims and hence to pakistan so india should not contest uh, uh, about claiming kashmir and it should be uh, the people of kashmir should be uh, given uh, the choice to decide and they have a right to not to stay in india the whatever the protests that were happening and uh, whatever terrorist activities starts when the, it started they said this is out of uh, a revenge this is a rebound reaction uh, of the people of kashmir that's why they are doing it and the uh, if you have seen uh, in media people like barkhadat saying that people the muslims of kashmir were like really deprived of all jobs uh, in in bureaucracy in media uh, no, sorry not me in media in in schools and colleges so they were deprived and they just revolted and because the actually the pandits of kashmir were the tormentors they were like the feudal lords and all that thing so they always keep justifying that but what is the purpose of doing that because they know that our land india where we happen to be the majority which is a big sort of thorn uh, for them that this particular country with the majority being hindu it is very uh, difficult to sort of plant and uh, grow something uh, of uh, uh, anti india sentiment so that is the ba- basic target they follow and by that thing 
they get a lot of support for uh, any uh, anti-India activities. And they are hand in glove with the Islamic lobby. Because why uh, uh, they have very natural uh, sort of friendship with uh, the uh, Islamic lobby? Because both of them have a similar kind of ideology. Both don't believe in any political borders of a country. Islam also says that ye to, Islam to kisi mulk ke mein kabhi nahi hai. And communism also says that we are a philosophy, we are a ideology which goes beyond boundaries. If you remember uh, John Lennon's song, like imagine a world without fences, without borders and all that. So the, it, it all stems from there. So they have a very natural shake hand kind of a situation with each other. And as they target the youth, they want to take them away from their own original identity. Even if uh, they may not be proud about it, so they will definitely start feeling bad about it. Oh my God, what kind of an identity I have? I'm a Hindu. I have done so much of wrong and my festivals are all bad and all that. And they are teaching it in properly, systematically uh, and officially in books. And they are propagating this in the media as well. And with social media happening, so they are, they are also taking advantage of social media. And you can see what kind of messages are being spread during uh, before uh, every uh, Hindu festival. So once these people can move a certain uh, section of the society and, and youth are the most important uh, area to catch because catching them young is the best thing. So because they know the, the youth uh, can be galvanized and motivated to take part in any protest and all these things because people who are working who are age, obviously aged 30 uh, and 30 plus or 40 plus, they cannot leave their work uh, and come and join the protests. So this is how they gain. And uh, if uh, some data have to be believed, like for the Shaheen Bagh, they get the help of these so many Hindu youth to go and support them. They actually believed that what whatever the government was doing, bringing only the Hindus and Sikhs and Buddhists, and why have they left out uh, Muslims from that and that's why they joined. I mean, if say if one lakh people were there in Shahinbag, I mean, 70% would have been Muslims, 30% were Hindus, which is approximately 50% of the uh, Muslim population at Shahinbag. So this is how they get this thing, uh, the, the support. And they will never teach you that uh, any Islamic festival is bad or uh, bad in the sense it has uh, some bad effects in this society. They will never talk about the slaughter of millions of goats and cows during Bakrid. They will not uh, talk about how these people uh, sit wherever they want for, for their prayers and all that. But uh, they will never say that uh, the five o'clock uh, azans in the morning are disturbing even for the people who are sick. But they will say the, the tolling of bells in a mandir is, is very disturbing to people and all that. And uh, they will say, I mean, we all know that how Diwali is bad and how Holi is bad, how 
uh, pouring of milk on uh, shivling during shivratri is so bad because so many people are hungry in this uh, country and they are wasting milk so they basically create a feeling of disgust uh, amongst the hindu youth that yes uh, our uh, uh, religious rituals or whatever customs practices traditions they are also insensitive to humankind and whereas they'll say even if they talk about bakrit they will say the bakrit is a festival of uh, sacrifice and also because uh, uh, one third of whatever you cook uh, uh, with uh, the goat meat one third is given for charity see this is such a noble thing that they are giving charity for people for the poor and all those things no hindu festival does that they will never talk about that all these temples uh, feed so many i mean millions of poor every day golden temple amritsar feeds uh, probably in a year is probably that same kind of people amount of people are probably fed in a day by tirupati uh, board temple and there are so many other these things are done more in the south but this is how this goes on and if they can create that environment of dissent amongst uh, the youth that whatever this country is doing it is really bad they will also glorify uh, they they'll have they will make since media is also uh, in their clutches they'll encourage make movies and encourage movies which glorify the naxals which glorify the naxal movement and they will say ki they are they are fighting for their rights so you have to sometimes you may have to kill for your rights they will always discourage any progress uh, at a business level or an industrial level they will always discourage a country uh, getting more weapons to defend itself because they'll say again that same thing so many people are uh, sick they need uh, hospitals so many people are uh, poor say so they need food so as i was telling uh, even a defense budget uh, and an increment in defense budget they don't like them uh increment in uh, say building uh, roads and infrastructures is also an eyesore for them and how do they propagate this uh, as i was i briefly mentioned they recruit people who believe in this and their uh, propaganda or their the, their messaging is so scientific i mean for example i know about bengal what jyoti basu used to say in say uh, the headquarters of uh, bengal government or at a rally it will percolate down to even the rickshawala on the street he will say the same thing what used to happen is it's not that every nowadays people have access to smartphones and tvs and all that in those days in the 60s or 70s they even if uh, when uh, they had not come to power what they would do is uh, uh, worker which we generally the cadre basically which we say in context of bjp as a karyakarta so he will go down to schools and influence those teachers beyond school hours and tell him what to do those kind of things they will go they would go to tea shops and tell all those laborers 
who came to drink tree after a hard day's work they'll go and tell them ki this is this is what is happening uh, this is what the government is doing they used to do it against the congress government also because at that time the congress was the only party in power nobody else was there in power so they used to do that same thing this i know for sure because as i said my family was a hardcore communist family my paternal side and i used to hear from them because when i was a child i i don't remember but i very uh, uh, like a blur i remember a lot of communist leader used to come at our place after 11 after dinner time and they used to have some hashash meetings and they used to sort of take me in their laps and feed me biscuits and all those things so obviously i don't know didn't know who they were and what they were talking but here when i grew up i asked my father and uncles and they said yes those things used to happen and this is how they they propagate and you will see the same thing happening in say delhi in case of aap because aam aadmi party is also a sort of quasi communist party they will recruit the teachers and send them on uh, foreign tours and tell them this we are doing this for you because we appreciate that you believe in our ideology and you will do uh, as uh, you are asked to do by us and if anyone even even in bengal uh, in those days if anybody uh, sort of uh, had any differences of opinion on that they would dhire dhire coolly shun them out of the system and here also well, the same thing is happening if anybody sort of uh, has a difference with arvin kejriwal's education policy so that person will be slowly and steadily shunted out of the system so only their cadres their mindset uh, holding people will can only survive and uh, not only survive they can also prosper uh, that way and then they after the school thing happens then they i mean for them uh, once you have sort of uh, sown the seed in the minds when the people when the students uh, were in say class 11th or 12th capturing them and converting them in colleges is very simple i mean it, it's happening in every uh, university even even bhu uh, we saw 3 4 years back when the prime minister was to visit there for something there there was a huge protest and aam aadmi party was very active in that though they are directly not communists and and i mean in jnu and then in jadavpur university in calcutta osmania in hyderabad and even in bombay these things they are doing and as they will keep alienating the hindu youth from their own roots so once you i mean any plant we all know if you if you can uh, sort of move them and shake their roots they can never grow so first they stop the growth of those if at all uh, there was any chance and how is the problem compounded it compound it got compounded over the years because uh, especially after the liberalization happened people got really busy earning money and they didn't actually care what uh, their children were learning they were put in a good school with high fees and all that so uh, they'll definitely uh, i'm sure uh, they are uh, learning good stuff and all that so they don't get never got to uh, sort of understand what was happening behind the scenes in the sense 
uh, in the in those classrooms and in the textbooks how those things happened and the mathematics questions are formed by the communists in such way like uh, when they talk about the simple interest and compound interest so their questions are that so and so abdul took a loan from a money lender mahajan uh, 1000 rupee loan now the rate of interest is this and abdul earns only this much so calculate and say how many years it will take for the mahajan to get abdul completely bankrupt and eventually उंडस्ट with a with an agenda it can be taught in many i mean we didn't learn in those ways i'm sure i mean during our school days in arithmetic and mathematics classes but that's this was introduced by the communist party in west bengal when they came to power and uh, later when they came to power in kerala they repeated the same thing but uh, this uh, festival things are more uh, they are more of a uh later phenomenon which uh, as i told you started from 2000 onwards and rest of the things were going on i mean this there are few examples which i just remembered because uh, someone had told me that this is the kind of things which are being taught in mathematics and this is how they are being taught the problem is this is how they are being taught and they will always tell these students see your father is rich yeah Uh, is fine i mean his father is rich but try and understand that your father is rich because so many other people are poor that's why your father is rich so he will not only get a uh, ill feeling towards uh, uh, his community is also towards his uh, father and i know uh, clearly because uh many of my relatives is to tell me that businessmen are really bad because they are dishonest so i used to ask them why they are dishonest because they used to say that they sell at a price which is higher than their cost price so if they had sold any good or service at the same price which it had cost them then it is fine then you are serving the society moment you take a rupee extra it means you are being dishonest and you are robbing them and this is how you are accumulating wealth and this kind of accumulating wealth is the reason why so many people are uh, poor i mean some people can have uh, a lot of good pakwan jo hai acche acche kha sakte hain ghar mein and some people go hungry so you all they always create a sense of uh, what do you call a pity towards this thing and resultantly a uh, hate or a dislike towards the other this thing this is how uh, they drove out the entire industrial uh, uh, the community in bengal which used to be even after uh, uh, partition for about 
one and a half decades to two decades they were, it was quite good it was uh, one of the uh, uh, bustling uh, sort of uh, economy one of the bustling economies in these countries but they gradually said these economists were bad and this is how they say that uh, the unions have more right uh, on on a factory or its products of the labor unions and the labor class because they are actually producing it the farmer has more right on uh, the agricultural produce because they are growing it they will never say that whatever they are growing if people are not buying it how how can they get this thing they'll never it, that's their strategy they'll say once i draw the story and that story ends there so and it did i can't say it so well they so, say it so well that a student believes like believing that actually india should have no right on kashmir to that uh, a person who buys uh, this thing uh, an agricultural produce or or an industrial product uh, is really bad because he is doing it at their expense and they don't complete this story so this is how it goes and what we can do is we should keep a watch we should keep a tab on actually what they are uh, teaching i'll tell you uh, i i frankly i must admit i used to i looked at my son's textbooks when he had a problem maybe when his exams were there he used to tell me ki ye ye chapter hai mere ko thoda help kar do so that time i used to see okay whichever subject it was so because i have also grown up uh, reading that uh, maharana pratap was just there one of the guys from rajasthan who fought the moguls and all that but akbar the great were great rulers and all those things yeah shivaji was also there he was some 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 small maratha uh, king and they will term it as a, a feudal lord and all those things since i had also grown up reading that those same ncert books history books written by romila thapan and irfan habib so i never found anything wrong in that i didn't find anything uh, like to catch my attention so i never noticed so i mean i don't uh, blame uh, my though not my children are not that influenced the younger one is still little more influenced uh, than the elder one but this is what average parents do they are busy because after the liberalization happened everybody is busy doing a corporate job corporate jobs got a huge uh, boost after that so they want to buy new flats new big cars and even if they have cars they have to upgrade to uh, a bigger car uh, soon so they never keep a tab what's happening in the schools i am not saying and, and another reason is which i i would say that it maybe it doesn't need to happen very um, uh, overtly but the absence of since we became nuclear families we started living in apartments and the children grew up without the presence of grandparents so the grandparents play a different role because i remember when i was a child till about 2 3 years 4 years maybe uh, till my uh, grandfather uh, was present he used to do puja and all that so he used to take me to the uh, garden uh in the backyard and uh, with him i used to pick flowers for his puja and i used to sit quietly obviously i don't understand 
what kind of puja he was doing or why i was doing but these kind of uh, regular practice brings in an environment of familiarity with uh, your roots your origins which these guys uh, always will tell that these are superstitions these are uh, useless things like uh, like for example worshiping a tulsi tree or pouring water uh, on a tulsi tree has no use they will never say that tulsi has so much of medicinal values but they will rather encourage you to wear a red cap and uh, merrily dance around a plastic tree with chinese bulbs during christmas so one of the things is that the absence of uh, grandparents because grandparents used to i mean people started earning more so they could afford keeping their parents at a separate place and have their own families uh, maybe in a gurugram or a delhi or a mumbai bangalore whatever so that was one that sort of helped the communists indirectly this kind of uh, social system or or the lifestyle i would say this helped the communists in a big way it made their job little more easy as uh, it was before and then because of this i mean we didn't grow up i because i also grew up in a more or less uh, nuclear environment so i also didn't feel important uh, to have a relationship with my origins or my roots and and pass that on or sort of uh, forget influencing even even i didn't practice because my son i never saw my father uh, sitting after taking a bath in front of a puja whatever even if it is lighting a diya or just putting a flower at the feet of a whichever god or whatever it is i didn't see it i also didn't do it and my, resultantly my children also never saw it happening so this is how i mean if you can influence if, if the student don't get because they are in their formative years whatever they'll see or, or or do it has a bearing in their lives in the future and that's where they score because if they can uh, control the children they are controlling the future because if more protests like farmers protest or shahin bag all those things will happen these students will go there and stand with those who are protesting against this one of my neighbors he was shocked when he learned his uh, daughter who was in college i think she was in second year or third year at that time 2020 uh, that time and he was <clears throat> almost trying to us i never imagined my daughter would go there and stand with those against our own country against our own community so that they say that this communistic community is far more intelligent and it is accepted worldwide they'll talk about the countries like cuba they will talk about countries like venezuela north korea china of course and previously they used to talk about east europe but east europe failed and russia also failed and uh, but they will never say that these countries are not democracies because communists believe that democracy is needed to propagate their theories but moment they are in power they will crush all forms of democracy we can see that in bengal we can see that in kerala very easily in our own country and this is how they sort of keep take keep taking these uh, our indian youth away from uh, whatever is hindu because most of these children 
start feeling that it's it's, it's very uncool to be a hindu is very cool to be a uh, secular which is uh, which is very western because the world is such and it came from the europe when it was meant to dissociate the church from the government but they which has no connection here we don't have a church and our no religious uh, bodies uh, sort of influence our governments but they still feel it is very cool it's hip it's youthful i mean our christmas is so bright and colorful and uh, they talk in english and all that and uh, the money coming from the middle east also helps them they will not they will never directly say the islam is great they will keep telling you that hinduism is so bad they torture the muslims and all that and the some stray incidents like pahlu khan and some this Tavrez uh, in Jharkhand, they, they, then they'll hi- highlight, or that Asifa in uh, uh, Jammu, uh, they will highlight and they'll reinforce the fact in those young minds that, see, we told you how bad is Hinduism. I mean, including all the festivals and all these things, Ram Navami, or, these are so uncool things. Who was Ram? Who is to go around uh, bare-chested like this? This is not civil. I mean, you, you don't go around. I mean, uh, they were very native kind of people. The West is so pro- progressive and Hindus, the concept of Hindus, look at the sages. I mean, they are all sort of bare-chested guys going around and all that. Look at Kumbh Mela, these uh, people who are like nude, they are taking bath. This is so uncivil. And so gradually, these students will actually start believing that Hindu Hinduism is very uncool and uncouth, so to say. And other things are so uh, good, like uh, Muslims pray and they hug each other after uh, the Eid prayers and they uh, share and eat this firni or shirmal, whatever all those things. And uh, they'll say that Hindu festivals slaughter any animals, but they'll never say anything about the Bakrid and all those things so this keeps growing this keeps growing and eventually the idea is so that the youth one day should revolt against their own system because their agenda is uh, linked with china and the communists say in uh, usa because europe has gone down was at time one time one point of time europe had a sizable communist uh, sort of uh, governments in East Europe, but gradually one after another they fell. So now it is only USA. So USA also doesn't want uh, India should grow beyond a point. India should have uh, defense power beyond a point or, or industrialization beyond a point. But nowadays, what has happened after 2014 is that there has been an attempt, it's not by the government, and uh, it is by the social activists. Uh, Hindu social activists uh, who are trying to do that. And they also don't want the concept of nationalism or patriotism. Because as I said, communism doesn't believe in a nationhood. Communism believes uh, in an ideology and that ideology is the most important. If any nation is following that, that is incidental. They basically want exactly like Islam, that entire world should be should become uh, should subscribe to their ideology, whether it's Islam or whether it's communism. 
so that there is no other way of people thinking uh, that uh, they should work for the country or they should work for the society any other which way because no nobody actually challenges them that you talk about the poor the hungry have we ever seen any communist organization sort of doing a uh, free food camp they never do that i mean uh, have we ever seen that happening in bengal in 34 years no are we seeing anything since communism came to kerala no they'll never do that but they will continuously keep saying that oh these temples have so much of wealth ill gotten wealth these these ambanis and the adanis and these people builders have so much of wealth robbing the poor uh as i talk to some young people who are still in college they say don't you think that ambani is rich because he has robbed so many people i said when did ambani rob anyone ambani didn't put a gun to their head and say you have to work at this salary which is far lesser i know your salary is worth more but i won't give and you will have to work they can always uh, refuse and do something else communists also are very much against entrepreneurial mindset they don't encourage entrepreneurship they will because they feel an entrepreneur when he grows he also becomes uh, what do you call a bourgeois the, the the typical rich and and the evil which will rob people and and he'll do his business so they will keep telling you that everybody should get a whole wholesome uh, deal in life because and they feel that uh, the uh, person who is running the industry and his workers should get equal amount from the sale or whatever the products or services they are selling so this is how they are taking away our children and our children like say when you give them a prasad they will say ki well i am taking it as a sweet and uh, don't tell me it's a prasad i can't if you tell me it's a prasad i won't have it so if you ask them jo what's wrong even if it is a prasad so they'll say no this is this is all like completely bigoted thinking and all that there should not be why are you bringing a religion into a sweet into a say a laddu or bundis so this is their logic this is how they influence these people they they tell them tell ask your parents that why are they getting religion in a in a, in a simple sweet a sweet keep the religion out of all these things so that's that the result is that they challenge their parents why are we doing this why they will a, a girl will now the latest is the opposing the kanyadan concept a girl will take all the money from her father for the wedding expenses they they would want their father to do a grand wedding of uh, their uh, this thing but she would refuse to say kanyadan i am not a an object to give dan but if the father is spending for her lehenga or her honeymoon or all her dresses and everything that's fine that's the duty of a father but when it's coming to kanyadan which is not about objectifying a, a, a daughter and it's there in christian uh, marriage systems as well which is considered to be the biggest gift uh, to, uh, which a father does is uh, handing over the daughter to the groom 
so they are what they are doing is they are gradually destroying all our beliefs they are challenging all our beliefs they are mocking uh, all our tradition and practices uh, as someone had said very recently in social media that insulting islam is blasphemy insulting sikhism is sacrilege and mocking hinduism is comedy this is what and and who are the audience of this munawar farooqis and all they are all hindus they are all our nephews and nieces or sons and daughters who are going there and they are clapping and they are going ooh wow listening to their dog uh, their gods and goddesses being mocked i mean what an asshole was uh, uh, ramchandra that he left just by his father's word or whatever one of his stepmother said that he should go or to follow that he left i mean he i mean this is all this is all foolish and all that why did krishna was uh, uh, they'll say geeta is all bad because it says that ma karmanne vadikaraste ma phalishu kadechana is a exploitative uh, concept it is it is for the the big industrialists or they say the money lenders or basically the rich to rob the people that you should keep working without expecting anything whereas it has nothing to do with that they will never they will not they they are not fools they understand what the actual meaning is but they never say that because i know in bengal this was told to people that geeta is such a horrible sort of uh, concept it's a it's a bundle of so many lies uh, and ill gotten thoughts that it only uh, demoralizes people it only uh, sort of uh, makes them poor and uh, harms them this is how it goes until and unless we people start involving them and engaging them into our hindu practices i am not saying that one has to whole day one has to chant mantras or every child has to be taught sanskrit but actually but, but yes we should be telling them that see the origin of sanskrit so many words even even a simple word like aap which is uh, which is a urdu word this has also come from sanskrit which is uh, in sanskrit we call it apni we bengali call it apni and from there it has come uh, in north india it happened to be up like from aham it has come that people say hum and then it got sort of uh, tweak to may and all those things so these things should be taught we don't we don't teach them very 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 few parents should be teaching them i am not saying involve them in rituals and all that yes but we can always tell them that today is janmashtami so today we will worship uh, the birth of lord krishna and we will order we will uh, worship uh, uh, the little krishna and all that and we should tell about them we should talk to them about uh, the i mean ramayana mahabharata yes uh, we all read even in our childhood we heard it from our grandparents those who had uh, the company of our grandparents and we also read comics and all those things so they will they tried and they closed down uh, this uh, publication which uh, used to come out with amar chitra katha i think they have been bought over by uh, 
some foreign these things it is basically to buy out and close the entire thing because amar chitra katha still kept some hindu traditions alive and some hindu history uh, uh, where we came from the roots nobody knows because to you will find uh, they have influenced bollywood also where they because films are a entertainment or a huge uh, instrument to influence people you will find these uh, saif ali khan's talking that there was no india before uh, 1947 i don't know why the british called it east india company and not any other word for india but they will say no 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 but there was no concept of india it was all uh, so many 500 uh, 550 princely states and all that so only because after the partition india happened because they were only princely states uh, they'll say yes there was no pakistan so pakistan happened so uh, happened india so this is how the things are going and if we don't actually realize and acknowledge the problem first we'll have to acknowledge and accept the problem that yes this is happening and then we'll have to think of how to sort of mend ways so that we can keep a check on them otherwise they will completely take them away from us it's like taking away your son an outsider taking away our son or daughter uh, into their family and uh, making them go against our own family their own family so th- this is happening and this is real and uh, i can see it in my neighborhood i'm sure most of the people who are watching this and listening to this they will also find similar examples if these things are not checked at the parental level it will be very difficult and yes since the grandparents are not there the parents have to take up this uh, extra responsibility of ke- keeping that thing alive because it's not we i'm not saying we should teach them that muslims are bad hindus are great and all those things no 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 necess- nothing necessary of that thing secularism is fine but with secularism we should teach that how is secularism still alive and uh, how hindus have kept the concept of secularism alive not to say that because they feel that only the, uh, muslims are keeping this concept of secularism alive because anything happens they will come out on the street so that is and another weakness is we never go out on the streets to protest only they go so these are the things that we should start doing and uh, more we do we can start at a small level we can we can start when they are uh, pretty young at least if they see uh, the parents uh, doing some little bit of puja not even a very ritualistic puja simply by offering some flower or putting a garland uh, around the uh, shivling or even a photograph of a god or goddess lighting a diya and and maybe uh, just uh, uh, mingling a ghanti even these small things they they remain as a residue in in the in, in their uh, minds and then it becomes that we bit difficult for these these communists to take it away and obviously talking about our heritage our history our temples we should we should tell them that uh, the invaders came and destroyed our temples the invaders came what all we have done because we the i mean we are like above 50 a lot of us people who are my age people who are in their 30s 
they should at least teach about the right kind of history they know it but since there is a peer pressure because it's hip and cool to be secular and and sort of dislike uh, a janmashtami or a holi or whatever tulsi pujan and and consider eating biryani for uh, this thing is uh, damn good and christmas is uh, damn good they should unless they start teaching i don't see uh, a very uh, rather i see a very bleak future for our children because these things are making it easy and easier for these communities to take them away in their fold towards the end when you mentioned uh, that there was no india before 1947 i heard a talk by sanjeev sanyal he says that if there was an india before 1947 then how would we have a father of the nation and if yes. there was not not a father of the nation how would we have a chacha of the nation yes correct so it is not just the communists and the christian islamic lobby but also the congress in cahoots with the the entire thing with the communists mm. and like you mentioned there was a pact between yes. congress and the communists that you stay away from the mainstream politics we will keep you and we give you plum jobs yeah yeah the yeah. communists clearly said we don't want any government positions we don't want to participate in governments we won't sort of create roadblocks for you but you should not also interfere in academics and media so these two things they have controlled very well because these two things are very needed communists thrive on propaganda and these things are very very critical to build a propaganda and to sustain it and to be successful and they they have done it very successfully like problem is uh, even my generation uh, for a long time till about i was 40 i didn't know that i knew that yes uh, our land is bharat uh, it was bharat and because of what i knew how it came to be known as bharat but b- before that it was called the jammu deep khand khand these things are never told how the name hindustan came how the word hindus came i mean we didn't invent these words we didn't call ourselves hindus the western world the outside world did it and 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 how it happened why uh, it is called hindu kush some students might know yes 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 there are uh, particular some mountains which are called the hindu kush mountains but why they are called hindu kush mountains not told so whatever what whatever kind of education they are getting in in the schools and colleges we need to counter it ourselves what we have learned uh, learned from our parents i mean thankfully we did didn't hear these kind of nonsensical things from our parents they taught the right thing yes there was a bharat because uh, uh, dushyant and uh, uh what do you call uh, shakuntala's son was uh, bharat and from there it became uh, the country's name became bharat and all those things but even this jambu deep and all that which is there uh, we never made an attempt or even there was no urge to get to the roots so all those things need to be started and uh, done slowly because they have also done it very slowly and steadily we'll have to do it also very slowly and steadily nothing will happen overnight namaste sir namaste uh, namaste sir, sir uh, i have few observations uh, i have seen some of my friend who are very much ritualistic okay. they even write jai shri ram in ram ramnavam 
but at the time of co- coming to political party they support cpi and they say that this is communism so i don't know why when i ask them they say just uh, see this capitalist exploit the poor mm. and so we support this uh, the, the typical that answer so how how to change that sort of mindset means they are not um, atheist they are means ritualistic very much ritualist they went to durga puja and all all sorts of things Ah, see, they definitely do Durga Puja, as the people mm-hmm. of Bengal even today say that Durga Puja has nothing to do with religion. Durga Puja is a festival; it's a social festival where people wear nice new clothes, they go and eat, they greet each other, and all that, and have a good time. Nothing to do with because they very cleverly take them or, or don't mention the fact that the core of this celebration is the puja of Durga. and even there they say that durga was a slut who sort of uh, uh, seduced vaisasur uh, mardini who was a dalit and killed him after seven days by deceit I, and don't go by the jashri ram and all those things that, that's not uh, any ritual that's uh, maybe why i don't know if somebody is writing jashri ram and still a communist i, I mean that's a very strange combination but as you said because they are fed from childhood that uh, the rich are only rich because of poor and they have been exploited because a uh, uh, factory ka malik is always an evil character who is exploiting the labor class continuously and that's how their blood and uh, blood sweat and tears make him rich and they also teach him if see uh, you are poor because uh, you are not able to earn your the rightful money you deserve and he is taking away and putting it in his bank so you should revolt and kill that man because if you don't get your rights you have every right to sort of take up arms or or, or go or take up any unlawful means that's how they say that jo insaaf hoga sadko pe sirf because nowadays their uh, this thing is hoga insaaf hoga sadko pe अदालत और पार्लियामेंट से कोई इंसाफ नहीं हो सकता अगर इंसाफ चाहिए तो सड़क पे उतर के सड़क पे करना पड़ेगा Um, he is doing a, a good work in dang area of gujarat uh, bringing to attention of the people about christian missionary and good point about hindu religion he talk about quran petition was also arranged yesterday uh, that was um, uh, in calcutta high court long back okay and, uh, what was the bad uh, what was the bad points about quran which was brought in that uh, petition uh, indians abroad goes with regularly to temples uh, when say they are in us canada and other countries and i have seen myself sikhs immediately go to gurdwaras good work being done by sri rahul the one in propagating indian civilization now my suggestion is that we must celebrate our festivals more on community level like ram navmi then yes. in the house itself uh, yes yes definitely tell our youth 
in briefly in simple terms means a page uh, or a uh, five minutes, 10 minutes of uh, um, uh, video uh, about uh, good points about ourselves and how our religion civilization is better than others. To do it better, we have to make our temples grand and so that people are attracted uh, to go there. Now, my question to you is, uh, what will be your suggestions on these points? I think uh, the kind of people you just talked about who are doing this kind of work, it's definitely commendable and truly appreciable. They should keep the more people do this, uh, it will be better. The problem is that there are hardly any people who want to do this because most of these people who are like very well educated or uh, even if they are academically sort of uh, they're working uh, as teachers and all that their minds are already poisoned and people who are not in academics who are working in say corporate world or even the government uh, jobs they don't get time or they don't have the interest the problem is they have we as a we as a community the the sanatan hindu community have lost that urge to talk about our religion we end up mocking are shivji ne ye kiya ye wo to we just crack a joke a harmless jokes but we never sort of it starts with uh, maybe right now we are in the uh, we are the parental generation so it starts with us we should start doing it as you rightly said celebrating uh, ram navami at a community level and going to temples going to temples has reduced drastically and uh, i'll tell you uh, how uh, the uh, christian uh, this church going uh, became very attractive it is not so very attractive now in the west but in india it is still very attractive because in churches uh, if you have some seen some films also uh, it is there young people get to know the, their counterparts so it be becomes a sort of a social sanction to mingle the young boys seeing young girls, young girls seeing uh, young boys and all that. That's how it start, starts. In our temples also, it used to happen. But gradually, they have, I mean, people have felt that uh, a temple, what will it give me? Nothing. But yes, uh, I also see a sizable uh, number of young boys and girls going to temples and maybe if not praying seriously, at least bending before the God or Goddess. And the kind of people you mentioned, they should encourage these, this phenomenon more and more like that. And we should also talk about our glorious past because a lot of, I, I was uh, reading in social media, a lot of these uh, Western historians have said that the uh, Hindu history is highly underrated and it has been done deliberately. So first we'll have to undo the damage they have done and then gradually build it on and, and go forward. This is my opinion. And hats off to those guys who have picked up the cudgels and uh, they are already working on this. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to ask uh, Ratandipi that we all know that communism flourished under Congress. So what happened post-2014? Like, I know uh, after, you know, the BJP uh, took over, uh, there has been, uh, they have provided a certain kind of 
uh, environment for the indic thoughts to you know flourish yes. but that doesn't mean that the communist hold over institutions like media or uh, say educational institution it hasn't uh, decreased to a significant extent and i i don't expect it to be uh, happening in you know such a short span but do you think uh, there has been some impact or what else uh, shall be done from that end uh, or the government's end to you know uh, support this i ideally if you uh, ask me uh, i don't know i'm not i won't be judgmental but i don't know the counter to this communistic agenda is a right wing agenda that may happen that may not happen but at some places it is happening it's not that uh, it hasn't uh, happened it has started but the progress is very slow even if we don't have a right wing agenda even if we have a neutral sort of uh, perspective towards this even then that is fine but problem is communists don't believe in any neutrality it's their way or the highway very simple so as you said yes 7 uh, years is to 7 or 8 years is to lesser time to sort of completely change this it will take time if this kind of a government who sort of supports the uh, indic philosophy and indic thinking they remain in power it will happen because as time will pass i'm sure it will happen like for example who could have imagined that uh, this kashi uh, corridor which has happened or the uh, establishing the statue of uh, Uh, Adi Shankaracharya at Kedarnath and mm. uh, the Ram Mandir judgment and all that, all those things happened. Nobody, I mean, if this government was not there, this would not have happened. And because of this, people have some people at least. I don't know the exact numbers, the data, but some people have started feeling proud that yes, our history was great. We were great people. We can still become great people. and 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 also one thing is adding to that fact that even internationally nothing religious internationally we are doing well uh, our the number of startups now we have crossed uk and i think we are at the third position now in the kind of startups which are happening even in terms of economy we have crossed uh, france and we are the fourth largest economy like this so i mean five years back i never thought this could happen but this has happened and i hope this continues and if if the parents can keep hammering this feeling in children that we belong to a great heritage our identity is some nothing to be uh, sort of uh, ashamed of because they what their agenda is that you should start feeling ashamed of your uh, history and heritage oh we do such superstitious rituals and all that we touch the feet of the elders i mean i mean there could be dirt at their feet and you were touching it and 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 you were putting it on your and you were again touching it to your forehead so these are so ye dakyanu si baatein hain native culture and all that so they not only uh, uh, move uh, the hindus look at the tribals the tribals they may not be hindus because tribals are neither muslims or hindus or christians because then they allow they have their allies one on one hand they have the islamic lobby and on other hand they have the christian lobby then they unleash the islamic islamic lobby uh, the christian lobby to go and tap those tribal belts and convert them into uh, christianity so they also lose their roots 
their entire funda is approved those people who are traditionally rooted in some belief and some identity and convert them to our belief that is how they they don't uh, do it alone because even if they uh, succeed in sort of converting people to islam or christianity they are at the end of the day they are removing people from hinduism so i have uh, two or three things to say uh, one is uh, among them is question and two other are statements so the first one is i think you were talking about some uh, that amar chitra katha that were how that was closed and all that so can you suggest elaborate i have heard a foreign uh, company has bought that and the plan is to completely close it they won't do it overnight but i think the plan and the move is on to close it so that it does not according to them that poisons the mind of uh, young children and they they say that all these uh, cock and bull stories uh, these are all ramayan mahabharat and all that they are all cock and bull stories about our saints about our gods our uh, our erstwhile rulers and uh, so these things should be stopped so i have heard that that is what the basic agenda is that gradually that entire uh, publication will be dismantled and closed so this process is currently going ongoing yes yes it is going uh, ongoing okay so the second thing is uh, i just want to mention one thing that uh, you you mentioned a bit about that the the lack of grand i mean the grand parenting or such things like that usually uh, uh, that that uh, in our day our days our childhood days we we have seen that our i have not been able to see my uh grandparents both of them i just seen a uh, four or five years of my uh, grandfather year. yeah grandfather but after that uh, he was just used to uh, read ramayan and all that so mm. after that I, i was not so much influenced from that but because uh, it was for, for a very short time period but after that i got uh, i i just i i feel i felt that it was my mother who was actually been uh, who is actually influenced my inner core or something like that inner self that which i think that is lacking in present time because yes. we as a parents were so busy like in corporate world you just said the corporate world and all these job we are so so much busy that we we are forgetting the uh, the essential things that we have to uh, we have to uh, educate our children in the, the the value education or the moral values like things that that come comes from parents na so yes and this can be taught in schools and all all that because uh, you are right uh, there are a lot of things beyond school education beyond an institutional education which is done at home by the parents and even between the parents the father is always the provider and the mother is the one who is managing the household bringing up children and all that so it it's primarily because of the mother as in your case you said same with me because it's not that my mother sat with me and sort of drilled lot of things that worship lord ram worship lord krishna no, nothing of that sort but she used to sit in front of pictures of ram krishna paramahansa swami vivekananda ma sharada and all that and maybe a shibling or a or a, a picture of kali and all that uh, so i have seen this and so i got accustomed to it i got familiar to it the children who are not even seeing this much imagine what their state of because they are completely loose floating 
and it is very easily i i, I mean uh, if you have seen in jungles anyone who is trained from the herd it's very easy for the predator to capture and these communists are predators they will say anyone who has little bit straight from the herd they will attack and take them i mean in in their sense 